Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, that you are watching going in raw you like that this is Shayna baszler and you're watching going in raw what's up this is the most must-see wwe superstar of all time and his lovely gorgeous wife marie <laughs> and you are going in smackdown live this is the glorious one bobby Roode, and you're watching going in raw hey guys this is charlotte and you're watching going in raw what's up it's the moonwalking trash talking princess of Staten Island. i want to remind you all that Mela is money, and you're watching Going in Raw. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching Going in the Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're Going in Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going in Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found. If you want to listen to us, we are available on the Apple iTunes podcast app. Stitcher, Castbox, pretty much everywhere. I think we're probably still on Spotify. Who knows? We haven't. Heard, I haven't heard any complaints about us not being anywhere lately, so that's good. Evidently, that all got sorted out. Well, I think on some places there's still two going in raws. One from the previous server, like sir, not previous, but previous, previous, previous server. Yeah. And then current. Immediately, we're just boring everybody. Uh, we're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, we have a variety of award tiers over there been a little while since i've uh, given a shout out because yeah, we had do that outs. long holiday weekend so here we go yeah uh hold on one second here let me bring it up and then do this there we go uh my goodness gracious going back to when did we last stream it was the 21st oh here we go here i'll go 21st. from here because i messed up this name royally i think it's an irishman named owen but he spells it eogan ah uh, interesting yeah, it is interesting culturals and different ways of just carry on <laughs> doing things owen barrett el blanco noche uh the wrestlecock colin k ryan henderson return of the zach jordan hartley jose nava the third shell bell rob law oh yeah we've read a yeah, couple days rob law the rob law law blog yeah g-rex daniel fountain uh g-a-w anger management champion chris cryptic uh, Max Zero, Ben Rothman, Simon D. Field, Eric Rich Griffiths, uh, I is King, Jordan Shafio or Shafiot, Angus Wolf, 
Razlord the Galactic Grappler. That's a good name. It is. Busta Spence. That's a good name. Mm-hmm. Pete Hamilton, Tom Cadman, Chris Knox, and Carl Heyman. Thank you all so thank much. Thank you very much. For your support. Even $1 goes a long way here at Going In Raw. You get the show ad-free. Uh, you get an RSS uh, podcast feed directly to whatever mm-hmm. podcast app mm-hmm. you want to use. Mm-hmm. And that is all advertisement-free. Now that we're running these uh, advertisements, because we're just trying to make a dollar and a buck in this. A dollar and a cent. That we are. In this industry. So, yeah. Anyways, we got a lot to talk about today. We do. We got one super chat here, M Squared. Hope you guys had an awesome holiday weekend and have a happy new year, friendos. Happy new year to M Squared. aiming to do that Me too. as well. Uh, I officially started chopping down the intros. Good. A lot of Some people are saying, hey, you know, Steve, don't worry about what other people say. Here's the thing. I, I like constructive criticism when it's something I agree with. Yeah. That's when I accept it. No, I think after like five times watching the intro, I think we both thought, this is a little long. It's kind of enough. Yeah. It's kind of enough. So what I'm going to do is... So there are five days that we stream live. Yeah. Each day is going to have an intro that starts with the Undisputed Era. That's not, they're not going that, They're not, they're, it, the show will always start with boys and girls. That yes. will never end. Yes. Uh, and then you'll get like two or three of the other intros, but it'll be different each day. Yeah. And so all the, all the shout outs from all those wrestlers will still be there. Just in different, different order. And Just in, shorter. you know, yeah. Like, uh, you know, on Monday you'll get Bobby Roode and I don't know, Char- else, uh, play on Sasha Raw. Banks. Yeah. On Tuesday you'll get Charlotte, Charlotte Miz, Miz yeah. and then like Carmella maybe. Yeah. Wednesday, Shayna, Shinsuke and uh, Cash Zono. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. I think I have them written down somewhere. Yeah. And then on uh, Friday. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'll just be me. I'll just record well, we had all We have all those. Uh, we have a bunch of like indie wrestlers. Yeah, we should use those. Or indie wrestlers. We have Mick Foley. I got to use that well, for save, sure. Save, save Mick for uh, the new intro for Going In Raw. You, all the old time wrestlers. Yeah, no, I'm going to use the old logo for that there too. Yeah I, yeah, I agree. We have we have a Nick Jackson one who's like one of the biggest stars right now, but he's so sleepy. Yeah. And like you can barely hear him. I'm not sure we're actually going to use well, give, that Give it to me the video. I'll see what I can do with the audio so you can clean that up a little bit. Can we just ADR it? We'll just ADR it. I suppose. And then we'll see if we can key out this background and put it like someplace cooler. Rather like than a, a hotel parking lot? Like a spaceship or something. Rather than a hotel parking lot, yeah. Yeah, spaceship, outer space. The W. Steve W. Arena. A nebula somewhere. A nebula they have. <laughs> the, Mutar, the Mutara nebula. nebula. Yeah, from Wrath of Khan. How about that? That works. That would be great. Yeah. So, uh, so anyways, yeah. We have a lot to get into, so let's just get into the it today. The one thing we don't have to get into is 205 Live, save for one thing. Don't act so excited for that. No, I'm not, because I like 205 Live, yeah. but it was a clip show, so I, we didn't bother with it. Uh, <laughs> first on the docket, though, is NXT show kicked off with a four-way match to renew number oh, one let's contender. Oh, let's do the 205 Live uh, oh, right. announcement. Sure. So it was a clip show, as I said. However, it was announced that uh, by uh, Drake Maverick, who, of course, is... 205 Live general manager as well as urinator. Yes. Uh, self-urinator. Resident self-urinator. That uh, Buddy Murphy, you know, because last week Buddy says, I need a challenge. Yeah. Prove I am best cruiserweight. Yeah. And so Drake came up with this. There will be a fatal foray match at the Rumble where Buddy will defend cruiserweight title. Uh, the three other people competing in that match will be determined by three qualifying matches, which happen over the next two weeks. Next week, we will get Kalisto versus Leo Rush. That should be very good. Good match. That's the match I've been sort of looking forward to, man, because mm-hmm. Kalisto's the other second. Like, he's the second fastest guy there. Yeah. And then Drew Gulak versus Akira Tozawa. Mm-hmm. And then the week following, 
Sajik Alexander versus Hideo Itami. So Leo will win. Drew will win. I kind of feel like Tavares is going to cost Cedric that match. Hideo Itami will win. Um, I'm looking forward to the Rumble. I think Drew's going to come away from that title. You think so? I think Man, they, that's going to be a heel-heavy match then if it's Leo, Drew, and Hideo Itami. Yeah, it all it all cancels each other out. Yeah, I guess so, so that like it frees up a heel to win. Maybe you know? who can outheal the other heels? Yeah, exactly. I think it's going to be Drew, man. I think I think it's his time. He's been stuck. You've been in, saying that for about a year, and right now he's mired in a storyline that's going nowhere. Uh, well, I think he's out of that storyline now. He's having a match against Kiritazawa in his qualifier match. That's who he's been feuding with for the last oh, year. Oh man, we're playing. I think we go. I think we got the blow off when Kendrick changed into Baby Kendrick. What did he used to call himself, Spanky? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he deformed into Spanky, he de-evolved into Spanky. Yeah. yeah. And he hasn't aged. It's weird. I know it is weird. That dude. He must use like crazy moisturizer on his face at oh, night. Yeah. Like that stuff can work wonders. I or maybe so. maybe he's a Scientologist. That works wonders. Have you seen Thomas Cruz? Holy yeah. moly. I mean, that could just be... That guy looks amazing. He can buy the best moisturizers in the world. He has a lot of money. He can also buy access to Xenu himself. I don't think you want to be in league with Xenu. I think he does. It's the Thetans that you don't want to be in league with, right? Yeah, but I think Xenu was the source of all the Thetans. Oh, really? I thought Xenu was like top tier. No, but he was no, like top I think notch. there was a war millions of years ago, and Xenu... I could be completely wrong. I'm not a Scientologist, so I don't know. Do I've always been fascinated by it, though. Mythology. Yeah. Um, that Xenu, uh, there was a war, and then uh, all, all sorts of aliens died, and they got trapped in the volcano, hence the volcano and cover of Dianetics. Oh, yeah. And then uh, all our neuroses are these alien souls trapped within us. We got to do that personality test. You know what we should do? We should do one final thing on Friendoville to close it out. All right. And no, I'm not going to close out Friendoville, but we need to do a personality Scientology test right. where we hidden cameras. All right. Ooh, scary. And then we'll get sued by Xenu. Anyways, NXT kicked off with a number one contendership fatal four-way match between Io Shirai, Lacey Evans, Mia Yim, who I, by the way, Mia Yim is great. Her gimmick is like nineties gangster rap mm-hmm. and I love it. Mm-hmm. West coast gangster mm-hmm. rap. And I love it. It's mm-hmm. so great. Um, I think her theme music, in my opinion, is better than Matt Riddle's, Ooh. which is similarly themed. Yeah. I it's don't like know. SoCal gangsta, West Coast gangster rap versus NorCal gangsta. That's tough. It's good, man. She comes out looking scary with the bandana on her head, on her face. Ooh, scary. Terrifying. But then she takes it off and she has like this great smile. Yeah, yeah. It's or also it's conflicting. Matt Riddle just comes out and it's all smiles. And flip flops. Yeah. Did you see he was out front of uh, Madison Square Garden taking pictures, and guess what he was wearing on his feet? Flip-flops. Yeah, it was probably like 20 degrees out there. Heck Still yeah, man. Flip-flops They are on. so comfy, though. Too much. Uh, and then, of course, Bianca Belair. Uh, her time is um, now, man. D. V. V. Ted. Ted. Uh, so, yeah, this was a really, really fun match. Yeah, it was. Uh, do you want to take us through some of the beats? Sure, sure. Pretty early on, uh, uh, Bianca Belair gets sent outside the ring. Um, Lacey Evans Irish whips Io Shirai thinking she'll bounce off the ropes Uh -uh. Mm -hmm. instead suicide dive from Io hitting Bianca and looks like Io kind of landed face first on the ramp Mm -hmm. and Bianca hit her head on the ramp too maybe I don't know the camera angle made it hard to tell exactly the the nature of the landing but looks like it could have been a a nasty bump potentially both of them got up they both seemed fine Um, and we had a flurry of kind of uh, finishers that were broke up Lacey Evans hits the woman's right on Mia Yim. Io comes in to break it up. Io hits a moonsault on Lacey Evans. Bianca breaks it up 
by hitting her with her hair. Yeah. With her braid. And then uh, Bianca did his uh, reverse powerbomb on This Eo. is when it made total sense. But instead of doing it just backwards onto the mat, she did it backwards out of the ring on the yeah. BAM. Yeah. That was and then nice. hits her finisher on Lacey Evans for the win. A really well-booked, f- fun match. This was really... Yeah, exactly right. This was a lot of fun. Um, so we've got Shayna versus uh, Bianca Belair. The pop that Bianca Belair got and how commentary was selling her felt more like a, a face. Yeah. Um, I think that's sort of the obvious route to take given that Shane is like terrifying. Yeah. Um, Bianca already has a very, very catchy theme song. Mm-hmm. Her little dance to the ring is very, very catchy. Mm-hmm. Her slow twirl is fantastic. Everything about it is great. I think like she's there, right? Like she's just, yeah. she's going to be face here. And yeah. the great thing is she's going to be taking on, she's going to have Shayna. Anytime the odds are against you, Shayna and plus uh, Jessamyn Duke Marishvere. Uh, that's a facing too. Yeah, yeah. Any chance she takes that title off Shayna? I don't know. I kind of feel like she might. I, w- I wonder if they if they thought that Kyrie was going to get more of a reaction than she ended up getting. Yeah. Maybe they didn't have much for her. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. I don't know either. But I'm wondering if Bianca might be sort of there. Okay, let's try this again with a face. Or if the plan was always for, you know, let's let's see what let's see if, if giving the title to Kyrie can kind of give her. A I rub. mean, part of it depends too on how long Shayna is going to be in NXT. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, know. if she's coming up soon, then yeah, she's totally going to drop that belt to Bianca at the Rumble, yeah. that Rumble weekend. She's. I mean, the the horsewomen in total might be sort of in a thing still. Well, I don't know when Dakota Kai got injured versus like when the tape. Well, I guess that wouldn't matter. If like Io Shirai and Kyrie. I mean, Dakota can't because she's injured, but if they're still going to try to be in a thing with the mm-hmm. horsewomen, mm-hmm. they're going to try to get involved in that takeover match. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because they're still planning mm-hmm. on doing a sort of horsewoman versus horsewoman thing. That's obviously not going to happen at Mania because... Oh, Jess- that's down the line. Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir are not ready the, for that. The question is, what are they going to be doing in the meantime? It kind of makes sense to keep that title on Shayna because once Shayna doesn't have the title, what is she going to do? Well, then also, if once Shayna gets called up, you can't call up Jessamyn Duke and Marina no, Shafir because no. they're not ready yet. That's why I kind of think that... Shayna's going to stick around NXT Which for makes me spell. think she'll probably hold on to that belt. Which makes me think the same thing. What I could do is have uh, Marina and Jessamine help Shayna win the title at this takeover. And then the following one, Mania one, uh, maybe that's when Bianca will get it. If Bianca is, is sort of going through a face turn right now, I think it makes more sense for her to chase it longer mm-hmm. than shorter because mm-hmm. from now to the rumble is like only what about a month which is like two episodes of that story playing out on nxt yeah, tv so yeah i think it makes sense what you're talking about have the horsewoman that's sort of been their thing lately they've sort of been you know helping out Shayna baszler mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um you know that'll get a lot more face heat on uh on uh, bianca belair listen yes. to me i sound like a freaking wrestling nerd face heat well, it'll make the crowd like bianca a lot more <laughs> And then she'll, and then coming into the next set of tapings, she'll be like, you know, the crowd will be firmly behind yes, her. Yes. And then she'll be chasing <clears throat> blah, blah, blah. Completely. Um, I do hope that they really keep that nasty attitude of hers yes. as her thing. Yes. Because if she's chasing that title, I kind of want her to be going it solo. I don't want her to be taking on allies like Io Shirai and Kyrie agreed, Sane. Agreed. She has to be the same character or 90% the same character. Um, keep the same attitude, all that. Yeah. I mean, what did she really do that's outwardly heelish? She didn't cheat. 
She didn't. She's unless never you cheated. Can, unless you consider the the hair thing. But well, she never got disqualified. Yeah, nobody of, has. And exactly, therefore, yeah. I don't believe that's cheating. That's operating within the rule. She just has an attitude. It's just her attitude, which yeah. is which is money. Great. It's fantastic. It's so good. Girl. It's so good. Oh, what so she good. said to me, uh, me, uh, girl, <laughs> then drifted away. It's so good. <laughs> oh man, she because it's, it's that kind of charisma and personality is going to get her over. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So don't take that away, please. Don't take that yeah. away. Next, we had a, a weird <laughs> stretch of show. Oh, this was great. That was devoid of any sort of talking. So first, it, they they played the, the one of the new takeover songs. Yeah, which of course they don't usually talk over that until the very end of it. But then they had they went from that to the card saying who the band was, what the album was, and so on and so forth. And there was no talking. And I thought, okay, this is something new to do because there's playing more of the song, whatever. And then he went to a, a, a promo for, I think it was Ciampa versus Aleister Black, one of the takeover matches. And there was no talking no, over was, that. It was Shane and Bianca. Sorry, yes. Yeah. That one. And there was no talking over that. And I thought, okay, that's strange. Yeah. Maybe that's something new they're trying. And then this match started, Mitch Taverna <laughs> versus Jackson Riker, and there was still no commentary. What the heck happened? So I knew that something was weird because all I heard was nothing from the crowd. <laughs> and all you can hear is uh, Cutler and Not Buddy Murphy's terrible hype talk for Jackson Riker. Dude, we could go 30 minutes on these Forgotten Sons guys. I mean, they should be called the Forgettable Sons because they're doing nothing with them. I have. I still don't know what their gimmick is, and I, it's funny because in our whenever we talk about them in the comments on the YouTube uh, version, people are always saying, oh, you know, you're getting too deep with the whole nom or you know veteran uh, of a war thing. I'm not. Their logo is reminiscent of the POW thing. They isn't each it? they each have, uh, or at least at one point on their ring gear, like branches of the military. I think they served in. Somebody said, no, oh, they're part of a mo motorcycle gang," and I'm like, "Where do you get that from?" No, no. I have not seen anything that suggests they're no, from. No, I think, I think they made a point of saying, "I know Steve Cutler. I know is, is used to be in the military." And they've all made three point. of them. Yeah, that's what I thought. Have been, yeah. And at certain points, they've all had military logos on yeah. their gear. Yeah. It's not us imagining things. <laughs> that's supposed to be their character. Here's the thing. It kind of reminds me of of what how they handle sanity. Sandy had a bit more uh, fleshed out characterization because they focused on it, but oh, no point. Not, not a bit more. They had more, but here's the thing. A lot of it was based on their packaging, their theme, how they carry themselves. You understood it. Yeah, yeah you, you understood, understood it. it. But at no point they come out and give the mic to Eric Young, give him 10 minutes to, 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 to give the crowd Sandy's manifesto. Yeah. That never happened. Yeah. Uh, but commentary is always very clear about who their characters were. Yeah, sure. And it was consistent from their packaging to how they worked, all that. We haven't gotten that from Forgotten Sons. We got one bit in a junkyard somewhere. They're walking around. Yeah. And talking in vague <laughs> terms about being uh, cast aside or forgotten. Yeah. yeah. But you mean, I don't know. Is the la So was the lack of commentary... Was it like, was that itself a metaphor for them being forgotten? We didn't even get commentary on our match. I mean, or was it a technical glitch? I think it was just some sort of issue where something got, something fell through the cracks or. I was dying because I, like, I knew something was weird and I just didn't piece it together. And I texted you. I'm going to, I'm going to read our text fine, messages here. I said, the crowd is so dead during the Jackson Riker match. Cutler and not Buddy Murphy's hype talk is hilariously bad. And you said, especially noticeable because there's no commentary. <laughs> I just started dying. I started dying laughing. And uh, I said, do they forget to record it? I'm dying right now. And uh, and then I noticed, I went on Instagram because uh, NXT's Instagram posted a picture of them. 
And it was like an oddly lit picture where it was like the lighting was directly above. It was supposed to be menacing, but most of the comments were pointing out Jackson Riker's uh, prominent breasts because they were, they're very, they're ample. Yeah. Especially yeah. in that lighting. And you yeah. just see boobs. Yeah. But then somebody said, uh, so one person said, why didn't, this is Kaz underscore Sonova said, why did no one do commentaries? The question I have, was he punished for something? Did he have heat? Were the guys taking a nap? Did you tell them to take their lunch break? Somebody else said they had to do the finish three times before they got it right. That might be why. So there might have been some element of they had to reshoot this thing or they had to like reload and then they edited the uh, the finish. The finish. And then I guess maybe it was a situation where I'm assuming they do most of the commentary live. Mm -hmm, yeah. And because of the holidays, they couldn't have Mora whoever come and do a pickup do on a the pick finish. Up, yeah. I don't know. To get Even the though, timing of everything yeah, right, I don't know. He might have been out in it because I know he has a home setup. I've seen it on his Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he also got into a car accident recently. So it's true. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that plays into it. I have no idea. I have no idea. It was hilarious. <laughs> it though. was just odd. It was hilarious. And then you were making the point when I brought that up before the cameras were rolling that like, why would their finish need to be taped three times? All he does is bounce a guy off the ropes yeah. and then gives him I a mean, power Grant, bomb. I'm not a wrestler. I don't know how difficult it is, but as a viewer, it doesn't seem that hard. <laughs> right. Well, I'll have to ask Adam Mayhem his opinion yeah. Yeah. is bouncing up. See, I kind of figured that. Maybe you have to get like maybe he did it. The no, first I can time. see where the position on the ropes and on the bounce would be somewhat important because you want to get across either the middle or the upper half, but not too high. Right get between the top of the shoulder blades and the top of the the, the small of the back. Yeah, anywhere, anywhere higher or lower, I imagine it would. You wouldn't get you wouldn't get the kind of spring. Yeah, nonetheless, I don't know. But I don't know, man. I it's funny because we talk about all this talent in NXT and like what is with their tag division? It is bizarrely. Like why is it in, in 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 WWE main roster like the women's division? They're just all those all those singles competitors are now like teaming up because they got tag titles. NXT UK, I they have way too many men. They have far too many. Well, it's good. And this now week, they're just. It's good that this week they announced a tag team tournament. <laughs> right. Which apparently is going to consist of four teams, and there's twenty teams in that uh, right. particular territory. Exactly. Ugh. So, anyways, yeah, uh, Jackson Riker won with his like power bomb, power bounce bomb, throw power bomb, which apparently had to be done three times. Next, the uh, Velveteen <laughs> Dream uh, video package promo talking about he came to NXT in 2017. He wanted everyone to remember his name. Mm -hmm. 2018. <laughs> uh, he uh, showed his bona fides. 2019. Yeah. Dream on. Dream on. And then he pff, and well, then he threw to a bunch up. of tweets from. Various uh, wrestling legends, yeah, um, saying how great he was, including, yeah, including Hogan, yeah. I, he needs, yeah, that's fine. Ugh. He needs to uh, either get called up or I don't know. I love Dream. I think he's great. I just oh, he's really, like, he's he's fantastic. <clears throat> this guy just, feels like at this point he's spinning his wheels. Yeah, he just he had his title shot. He's had a title shot before. No, no, this is his first. He just had shot. the one against yeah. Champa. I always yeah. think that Alistair Black was before he t the title. Um, He's still really young. He's still really, really super entertaining. Um, but he did he, he, he did so much in 2018 that it's going to be kind of odd. Short of winning a title some, at some point, it's, it's going to seem like a step back. If if he doesn't get called up after Mania, mm -hmm. it's and, and a bunch of other people do, yeah. it's going to be a little weird. Yeah. Be a little weird. Yeah. He should have been like the headline attraction of like this current crop that's getting called Coming up. Coming soon to WWE. Yeah. Uh, next, Tommaso Ciampa did a phone and or phone did a phone uh, promo in his trailer, mm -hmm. um, and he was talking about how he's been saying for a while that everybody should follow him if they want success in NXT. And they said, finally, 
Someone's listened to him. Someone's been following him. Uh, Johnny Gargano. Yeah. See what happens when you do things my way. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, you know, you're not going to get a shot at the NXT title because I already have that match taken care of. However, consider this. Challenge Ricochet for the North American title. We said back when we were making towns, driving from city to city as DIY, that this is our dream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now is our chance for this to be our takeover. Yeah. Both in terms of just that particular show in Phoenix and in a larger sense, their takeover of NXT. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be interesting. That's got to oh, be a fantastic that's match. Probably got to be setting up something that's actually going to happen. Yeah. You know, Gargano versus that. Ricochet. That's got six stars written all over it. Oh, man. I can't wait. Ciampa might help him get that dub too, mm-hmm. get the win. Mm-hmm. And then they'll both have that's that's pretty big. That's a pretty big deal. Mm hmm. Uh, after that, we had uh, Heavy Machine. This is the main event. Heavy yeah. Machinery may be in their send-off match against well, the Undisputed yeah. I Era. Think it is, I think it's going to be. I, I don't know. think it was intended to be when it was taped, but I think it is. Um, you're probably right about that. This was taped several weeks ago. This was taped at, wasn't it the San Jose tapings? No. No? Okay. No, this is full sale. I think they did this. Yeah, you're right, it was. I think they did this match, though, at those San Jose tapings. Oh, they might have done it. Or was that War Machine? Maybe it was War Machine. I don't know. Anyways, I'll stop talking. Uh, yeah, this, this match was, was what it was. I mean, we knew Heavy Machine was going to lose here. Oh, yes. Not just even from the spoilers. No, we just knew they were, I mean, were going to win the tag titles yeah. from Undisputed Era. No way. But, no, I mean, that, that could suggest they're going to de- – I mean, I'm hoping they're going to debut these new call-ups. Uh, before the Rumble. Before the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it should be the first episodes. should be either this upcoming – no. Not the 7th or the 14th. One. One yeah, right, two. yeah. Yeah, yeah. the 7th, I would think, yeah. Um. But yeah, no, this is fun. Uh, There's that one spot where it's Roderick Strong that bellied back on uh, Tucker Knight off the apron, where I think he was supposed to supposed to be on the apron, and then kind of missed the apron right to the floor, banged his elbow on it. Yeah, ooh, that looked bad. Yeah. The ref had to go down and hold his hand, and you see the, him squeeze, and you're like, oh, he's that's, fine. That's good. He's, he's fine. fine. Okay, he wants to continue. Yes, good. He's good. Anyways, undisputed era went over after total elimination. Or their version of total. They should call it undisputed elimination. Yeah, that'd be cool. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. So, after that, we had NXT UK episode... 19. Number 19. How many more weeks we got to do two of these a week? It's a just month. so much. Four. Uh, it's too much. Takeover's going to be live. It's on the... T- 12th. Wait. Oh, it's on the Oh, it's on the 12th. Okay. So, like, one more week. Oh, okay. Two more weeks. All right. For some reason, I keep on thinking it's like in the late 20s. Okay, cool. No, that's the Rumble, man. Yeah. And the, uh, and, and the and, real and, takeover. And real takeover, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the episode where they announced takeover. So Sid Scala comes down. He says, let's bring out Johnny Saint. And then uh, Sid Scala proceeded to do pretty much all the talking. Um, 
Sid Scala announces TakeOver Blackpool going down January 12th. We'll be live on the network. Um, this brings out Tony Storm. She this brings- was kind of wonky, though. They did some weird audio stuff with this, too. Because did was Johnny Saint the one who pointed at the screen when the TakeOver thing came up? I think he was. And the crowd started going crazy. And they give the mic back to Sid Scala. You can hear the crowd still going crazy, but it's one of those things you look at the crowd and nobody's doing anything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was weird. Yeah. They're getting too weird with this stuff. Yeah. Dial it down a bit. I know. If people are dead in the crowd, just let them be dead in the crowd. Exactly. Work for that Jackson Riker match. <laughs> Only amplify because there's no commentary. Uh, like if there's ever a time to put in like canned applause, <laughs> do it there. Right. To mask the fact there's no commentary. Man, I just love that you can literally see people pop during that Jackson Riker match. For the finish. They were like, oh my God, thank God. Well, especially now. What if, a brutal if, three minutes we had to if, sit through. If the, the, they had to redo the finish three times too. <laughs> oh my God, you're probably right. That's probably why they popped so hard. It was hard. relief. Because they did pop big time. <laughs> you finally got so it I think off. Maybe yeah, they popped for, for him finally to be able to get off his finisher. I think you're right. That's interesting. Oh, that's funny. Uh, anyways, Tony Storm comes out and she says, you know, hey, I, I, I didn't get the NXT Women's title, um, but I won the Mae Young Classic. I want a title shot at TakeOver. Johnny Saint says, you want it? You got it. You got it. You've got it. Uh, next, Kenny Williams, the Luckian. The Luckian. Versus Jordan Devlin. I like Jordan Devlin a lot. I Me think, too. I think he's got a ton of potential. I'm sad they already had his title match with Pete Dunne. I know. They should have built up Jordan. Go ahead. They're not doing a very good job of building people on NXT UK. No, they're not. Why is everybody, why is everybody focused on the tag titles? And they announced this. Apparently a tournament poof, out of thin air, yeah. something they could have built towards. Yeah, and then there's only four teams in it. Yeah, they said, "Oh, the, we're gonna have the semifinals next week." I mean, there's only four teams in it. Yeah, it's weird, but they have like 16 teams. But then they announced it like it's been something that's been ongoing. Yeah, I know that was a weird thing. In the semifinals, what about the quarterfinals? Yeah, what about the qualifiers? Yeah, there's enough teams for all that. Basically, everybody in the men's division is forming tag teams. You're telling us only four teams are gonna be in it? Why and why? Why is, is everybody wasting their time forming yeah. tag teams then? Yeah, I mean, who uh, Tyson T-Bone and Saxon Huxley just formed a tag team? I would think under the idea that they're going to get in some sort of tournament. I'm to pretty crown sure the first tag team champions, and now they're not going to be in the tournament. I'm pretty sure Huxley. Is this even fair? Huxley and uh, Connors, they probably had a qualifying match, and that probably broke them up when they lost. And then Huxley goes and finds another tag team. But they haven't announced anything as any sort of qualifying match or anything. This oh, is the first mention of this tournament. I'm just assuming this stuff. That's all you can do, man. That's it's all you can all do. over the place. Just assume it. Anyways. Uh, fun match between Jordan Devlin and Kenny Williams. Jordan Lucky Devlin enough. picked up the win with his finisher, mm-hmm. and he dropped the promo afterwards saying he's here to call out all the posers, all the fakes, fakes. in that locker room. Yeah, And man. he's got his eye. He's going to feast his eyes on, on a somebody. mystery man. Yeah. So, Larson, power rank. Top 10 tag teams he's coming after. And then he's going to form his own tag team. Tyler Bate. Wait, is he looking at this mystery man as an opponent or a tag team partner? No, I think an opponent at this, mm, at this point. I don't know, man. He doesn't seem to He's like the one guy who seemed to show zero interest in forming a team <laughs> with anybody. You're right. Because he's the ace. That means singular. So hats off to Jordan Devlin for looking out for number one. Okay, so who's left in the division that's not in a tag team? Can't no, be Tyler Bate. He's nobody, in a tag team. Nobody. Eddie Dennis. Who's my favorite? By but he's the way. a heel. He's a heel. Mastiff. He's in a thing with Dennis right yeah, now. Yeah, so it's not it's not him. Yeah, I mean, could, is he gonna go back to Ligero? No. Is Ligero? Oh yeah, he has won a match. It's not gonna be Head Coffee. No. 
He's going after the, the, the top title. Yeah. Travis Banks? I think they had a match already. Did they? Maybe not. No, that's too big of a match. We'd have known. All right. That's my pick, Travis Banks. He's not a tag team yet. Probably right. And that'd be a really good match. That'd be a really good match. Connors is a heel, mm-hmm. so it's not going to be him. Mm-mm. Maybe it will be Connors. He's got face gear. Yeah, but that promo he had on... Uh, super, super heel. Super heel. He's not yeah. a face. It's got to be Travis Banks. Are there any... Uh, besides Mastiff, are there any other single faces? There's got to be. Everybody's a heel. <laughs> Everybody's heel <laughs> and in a tag team. Because Mark Andrews, Flash Morgan Webster, tag team. Yeah. Uh, 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 Tyson T-Bone, Saxon Huxley, tag team. Gallus, all tag team. Mustache Mountain. You got uh, uh, Gibson and Drake, the uh, Grizzled Young Veterans, tag mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. Um, now uh, uh, Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel apparently tag team. They're late, man. They're late. I they know. missed. They missed the qualifiers. I know. And the quarters. They debuted too early <laughs> or too late. Sorry. <laughs> I guess uh, Laguero's not in the tag team. But again, uh, I think uh, time will tell. <laughs> yeah, no. Give it time. Jordan Devlin already beat him. Tucker and Jack Stars. They're a tag team. Oh, a good fella here in uh, chat says Walter. No way, man. Walter's going after that Pete Dunne. Oh, yeah, he's going straight to the top, man. He'll probably just—he'll probably be in the crowd at uh, NXT mm-hmm. uh, Prime mm-hmm. uh, Takeover. No, I think he'll probably be at the oh, Blackpool show. Oh, he might be in the crowd at Blackpool. Yeah, I think that's probably that'd be happen. an interesting precedent. Yeah. Wow. Um, so anyway, yeah, man. speaking of Marcel Bartel, next we had a promo saying that he was coming to NXT UK and he was on episode twenty. Yeah. A really good match against next Mark week. Andrews. Next yeah, week, no. they were saying next week. It's this week. It's the same week, it's man. Happening right now. Same damn week. <laughs> Uh, next, we get a Johnny Saint and Sid Scala interview. Um, they're inter- interrupted by Rhea Ripley. She, she uh, wasn't too happy about Tony Storm just being gifted a title shot. However, she yeah. wants to defend her title next week, which is this week. <laughs> you can tell when they shot this, they weren't planning on airing two episodes a week. No, they weren't. Um, and so it's, uh, like, it's like our count out this week. I know. It's like, oh, yeah, it's New Year's. Nah, mean, no, it's even not. these huge corporate corporations, plans change. <laughs> um, and then uh, Johnny Saint and Sid Scala go to the locker room or their office for like a minute and a half, come back out. Oh, yeah, Deanna Parrazzo. Mm-hmm, You'll be yeah. taking her on next week. Yeah. This week. Uh, next. Dude, Dan- that cracked me up because they left. Close the door. And yeah, they were right back in. Because Johnny Saints thing is, we need to talk. Him and he can't do nothing without Sid, by the way. Mm-hmm. So they leave. And then Rhea looks at uh, uh, Radzi and says, do you have any questions for me? And he starts to say something. And yeah, then they, they just out. come back in. And say, you get the virtuosa. I like Radzi. He's funny. Oh, and then and then so they make that match. Johnny Saint. Uh, and then Rhea looks at uh, Sid and says, I still don't like you, Sid, which is a great little subplot here. And then she starts to leave, and Johnny Saint says, what can you do? <laughs> which is like the most like John Lennon, Hard Day's Night delivery. Yeah. yeah. What can you do? <laughs> she doesn't like you. <laughs> Anyways, after that, we had Eddie Dennis. Oh, he's my favorite. Versus Dan Mulvaney. Those, what are those faces that he makes? They're great. It's that Dateline so- theme. <laughs> it's this weird... Like entrance jacket, that's like it's like a barely a vest. It's like they're, barely a piece he's of got cloth. Basketball shorts, but they're not made of 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 like basketball short material. He looks like the tallest guy in a D league. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh man, that's the ringer right there. But he's really not that good. He's just really tall. He's not really blocking any shots. No, he's just laying things he's an, up. He, well, he's enough. He's enough of a presence in the paint to to, to alter shots. Alter shots, but not to actually block them. <laughs> you think he's going to block them, so you don't even try. 
Exactly. So you just end up shooting a bunch of low percentage mid-range jumpers. <laughs> and you lose. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're the top team in the D-League. Yep. So anyways, uh, this match barely gets started. Dave Mastiff runs ringside, attacks Eddie Dennis. Ref calls for the bell. Eddie wins by DQ. Um, Eddie Dennis runs off. Dan Maloney then gets a Mastiff's face. Like, hey, why are you getting involved in my match? It's my match. Uh, Mastiff decks him. Hits him with a cannonball. I love that cannonball, though. He gets some He gets he some serious air momentum on, that. on yeah. that. And air, exactly. He yeah. launched himself from like the, the half-court line. It's yep. great. Uh, next, we had a segment backstage between Liguero, Sid Scala, and Johnny Saint. Liguero had a match against Joe Coffey next, or later on the show. Apparently, uh, Liguero used to do all... I haven't seen it personally, but I've had a couple people let me know that Liguero used to do some a lot of good comedy stuff, oh. which they seem to have stripped him completely of because yeah. he looks like a comedy character. No, I know. Luchador from Leeds. Yeah. Like that that lends itself to fine comedy, but uh, he's just like pure white baby face. Did you hear uh Nigel go on uh, go on a, a bit of a rant about uh what people from various towns in the United Kingdom are called? Oh man, no, I'll have to watch it again yeah, now. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It was during the it was the Laguero match. He was from Leeds and he said what, you know, people from Leeds oh, are, yeah, 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 yeah. Are, are called. Oh man, I really need to And he starts he, he's like, you know what people from Manchester are called? Like, I forgot what it was. Mm-hmm. And then uh uh, Liverpool, Liverpudlians, Liverpudlians. You yeah. know, and he goes on and on about it. It's pretty funny. Well, um, <laughs> Wayne Maker here in chat says Eddie Dennis is awful live. I've seen him many times. He is pants. Well, he's shorts. He's not wearing pants. Yeah, he's shorts. Uh, oh, it was during this where they announced the tag title tournament. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, because Gallus, uh, Gallus shows up. Not Joe Coffey. Mark Coffey and I guess Wolfgang are going to be in this tournament because they're going to be in a qual- they're going to be in the semifinals against Mustache. Yeah, Mountain. you're going to be in the semifinals against Mustache Mountain. Have Mark Coffey and Wolfgang tagged together in a match that's been on TV yet. Yes. Okay. Yes, they have. Maybe it was the one that I covered. I forget. Could be because I don't remember seeing one. Didn't they fight uh, Webster and uh, and and Mark Andrews? Oh, maybe I, don't I think recall. they did. I know I've seen them in a tag match. All right. Though. So they've had one tag match. They've had at least one. They might have had two. But I, I, I see your point. Um, so anyways, yeah, and then Johnny Saint says, you're dismissed. He does realize this is not school, right? Well, he thinks he's a headmaster, man. But it's not school. Eddie Dennis is the only person who has legit claims. To be a headmaster? To be headmaster. Apparently, he, know, he, he's, uh, he knows judo, too. That's what Nigel said. Eddie Dennis? Really? Yeah. I think Nigel just makes some stuff up, dude, just to make fun of stuff. He probably gets as much as a kick out of this stuff oh, as I do. I, I believe because that. here's the thing: like I haven't, so I haven't watched a lot of progress, right? I haven't yeah. watched a lot. Yeah, but it is way cooler, <laughs> like than this. The, than this, like they're like, and I know this is still new, but they're on episode twenty. Yeah, it's not that new. <laughs> it's not that new anymore. They're supposed to be about more than a third way through their first year, right? Yeah, and there's not a lot going on in terms of juicy feuds that are going someplace. It's just you fight him. You move on. You fight him. You move on. You declare for Pete Dunn's title. Lose to Pete Dunn. Now you fight somebody else. There is besides like literally Eddie Dennis and Mastiff, and then maybe Gallus and Mustache Mountain are the only kind of feuds. There's no feuds. But even Mustache Mountain says, "Yeah, we got to deal with Gallus, and then we're going to do the tag team titles." Like they don't really care about them. Eddie Dennis and Dave Mastiff kind of kind of are in a feud right now. Kind of. Kind of. And that's really over. Maybe Eddie Dennis losing to, to Dave Masters. <laughs> right. That's really it. It's not a, like, yeah. Can somebody spill a pint on somebody, please? I know. Because at least that. I'm getting to the point where it's like I don't really care yeah. what happens in these matches because there's no interesting storyline. Well, no, that's the thing. 
I don't care because of the storylines. I care because of the the quirks of the UK scene of the of these characters. Yeah, yeah. like the, it amuses me. That being said, there are no like feuds, and I'm like, oh man, this is cool. It's more like, oh, I find Gallus cool because they have cool entrance music, which I really actually yeah, feel. their entrance music is pretty good. It is really good. Um, Eddie Dennis makes funny faces, and he has Dateline music. Yeah, that's not. I mean, that's sort of jokey. I could live without all that stuff. Yeah, I just hey, we so long as it was replaced by interesting feuds and good stories. Zach Gibson is actually the one character that I care about. And that that's that's like legit. Yeah. I think he comes out and he gets a, an actual response from the mm-hmm, crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's what I really dig about Zach Gibson. That dude is committed to his character. He's all about that it. That's true. That guy to Liverpool. Did you watch it or no? Yeah. Oh yeah, man, it was great. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we both watched both of them this week. Yeah. Um, I love that. Speaking of which, we have Zach Gibson's guy to Liverpool, uh, and it's him and James Drake, and it's it's. James Drake was just like he was a tourist being yes. guided around yes. Liverpool by. He Zach was Gibson. he yeah. was on the Liverpool tour guide. This is all James Drake did. Tour, yeah. <laughs> he didn't even nod. He just did this. <laughs> he was just soaking in the information from Zach Gibson. Um, so they're on the streets of Liverpool, and uh, he was talking about the the, the Liverbird, right? Uh, well, at first Zach Gibson was saying that Liverpool was built on the shoulders of hardworking people. But those people, the city has been overrun by entitled leeches. <laughs> and then uh, there's the favorite, the, the famous liver building. Legend has it there's two giant liver birds. Well, no, it's like liver birds, right? Liver birds. Yeah. On it, is it liver or liver? Well, I mean, he it's says spelled it. liver, but, but he, he says, says it liver. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, and if those birds ever flew away, the city would crumble. Uh uh uh. He says. I'm a bigger legend than the liver birds, which in my eyes he is because yeah. I hadn't even heard of the liver birds. And if he were to leave, the city would crumble. Even though he loves the city, he hates the people there. He says Liverpool needs Zach Gibson much more than Zach Gibson needs Liverpool. Yeah. Um, and the entire time they keep cutting back to James Drake. And he's just... Very, very interested in, in this, but not doing anything other than just looking at <laughs> right. Zach Gibson. Right, head slightly up. Yeah. So either he's fascinated or he's just really hungry. Yeah, maybe and he's maybe waiting this he's out, daydreaming about having a, a a huge burger somewhere at a pub or whatever. Like they eat in Liverpool. Yeah, what are the the local eats? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know at all. So uh, I was kind of hoping that we'd get that. To be honest, with I you. know I was kind of disappointed. There was only two two places they went to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing they're probably right next to each other. <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> but I don't know. I thought this was like, great. Like, hey, let's set up some sticks right here. All right, what next? Let's go across the street, turn the camera 180 degrees. That's our next spot. Right. Uh, I do wish this was longer than five minutes. It should have been the whole episode. I want. Yeah, I know. I want an expansive tour. A walking tour. tour of Liverpool. Yeah, like with stories. And give me more why Zach Gibson is. Mm-hmm. Liverpool's number one. Yeah. So so Waynemaker says liver birds. Liver birds, liver building. Oh, it's the liver building. Well, I don't know. He said liver, liver, whatever he said. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just look, man. I'm an American. I hear what my what my ears tell me. Yes. So, anyways. Anywho. Uh, let's see here. Moving moving on. Yes, next we had soon to be moving on. Tucker and Jack Stars taking on Tyson T Bone and his new tag team partner, Saxon Huxley. Saxon Huxley. This is weird because it wasn't a squash match at first, but it was still really short. 
<laughs> right. Like Tucker, who apparently, is he the one who got released? He's no longer uh, on the... Ru- well, like, yeah, that was the rumor that okay. he was listed as an active competitor. Which is weird, because like, is Jack Stars listed as an active competitor? He's like, I just think he's just a jobber guy, right? Yeah, I think it's someone that's brought in. Tulka. Anyways, him and Jack Stars actually kicked out this match off pretty strong. Yeah, I feel like Tyson T-Bone and Saxon Huxley got like three moves off, and two of them were the finish. <laughs> right. A knee from Saxon Huxley and just a punch from Tyson T-Bone. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Huxley pinned Stars. That did it. That, that was it. it right that's all there. it took. Yeah. Uh, next, we had an Isla Dawn interview mm-hmm. where she was interrupted by Ginny. It was weird, man. This is this always weirds me out. The lens they use, we've talked about this endlessly before. Isla Dawn is in focus. Radzi's in focus. Ginny's not, yet they're all standing next to each other. They should have the same depth of field going on. I wonder if they're using the long lens. But if they're all here, aren't they all in focus? No, if they're using like a longer lens, like a telephoto then the depth of field could be really... And it could do two things. Depth of field would be tighter, and it could compress the space. So it looks like they're on the same plane when they're not. I don't know, man. I think she was touching shoulders with Radzi. It was weird. I don't know why she was out of focus. Anyway, she said, uh, you already had your title shot, which is totally true. Why is Isla Dawn talking about title shot? She yeah, already she had, had one. It. She lost, yeah. Back of the line with you. It was yeah. like last week or two Jenny weeks ago. Jenny hadn't had one yet. And Jenny's like, you need to, you know... I don't know what she said. She said something cool. I like Jenny. She's cool. Yeah, she's real cool. Anyways, main event was uh, Liguero versus, versus Joe Coffey. I like Joe Coffey. I love I love Gallus, man. I think they're great. That uh that like head first spear that Joe Coffey. Oh has god, is nuts. yeah. Yeah, it's great. on the outside of Liguero. That was great. It's really good. And did another one later on. That was pretty awesome too. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh Liguero goes for a springboard DDT. Uh, Coffee just responds with discus lariat. Mm-hmm. As Liguero bounces off the ropes. He picks up the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like uh, he's uh, cementing his claim to take on Peter Dune Peter at Dune. TakeOver. Peter Dune. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Episode 20. Oh, yeah. 
Sorry, hold on a second. Let yes. me make one. I have to make one note here, people. You gotta make notes on the fly these days. Oh my goodness gracious! Oh What's happening goodness. here? What's what happening? What's going here? on? Anyways, kick off episode twenty. Episode twenty starts with a tag match: Zach Gibson and James Drake taking on uh, Primate Jay Melrose and that wild boar guy. Uh, yeah, another tag team. We yes. haven't seen these. Uh, I don't think we've seen Primate yet. No, we haven't. Um, he was in WCPW. I think wasn't so. He? Yeah. I didn't know if I was confusing him with Rampage, but I'm pretty sure I remember Primate's name as both, well. I think they're both in WCPW. I think WCPW, they're both in WCPW, yeah. 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 So that's cool. Now they have him. Apparently they got everybody. They have everybody, dude. See, here's where I think what you're talking... Whenever we discuss this whole, should they go to WWE, should they not go to WWE thing, and, and oftentimes, especially when we talk about NXT, when they bring people in, it's like, well, can you... Get, with so many people being brought in... Can you really, how difficult, it gets much more difficult to sort of carve your own brand. Mm -hmm. I think I'm still sort of like up in the air in terms of NXT Prime. I still think that there's just a really solid, like a really solid group there that I don't think anybody's in danger of sort of being overshadowed. Like half those guys are about to get called up anyways. Yeah, yeah. The other half is really strong. There's enough yeah. option for upper mobility. NXT UK. It's a different story entirely. Entirely. How many people on the roster in NXT UK right now do you feel like in a year's time could be an NXT prime? Take Peter Dunn out of it. He's obvious. Yeah, of course. Or, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or mustache mouth. I would take, yeah, take them out of it because they're already good. Tony Storm. Oh, yeah, I was just looking at the men. Because I think their women's division is okay. Yeah. Their women's division is fine. They've got, like, what, six people there? Uh, more than that. Depends on Yeah, well, I mean, you take take Prato out of it. Prato, like, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not the, you got the Rhea, Isla Dawn. Uh, Nina Samuels. Nina Samuels, Tony Storm. Ginny. Ginny. Um, Millie McKenzie. Zeeb. Who's barely there. But, but I think she's part of the roster. And I hope, she's, I hope uh, she sticks around. Zia Brookside. Yeah, she's good. That's seven. All right, so you got seven, yeah. right? Yeah. That's that's okay. That's fine. Um, in the I mean, God, maybe Mastiff. I think Joe Coffee's ahead of him. Okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> Joe Co Travis Banks. Yeah, but the, <laughs> here's the thing: like in ring, there's a lot of really good wrestlers. They're just doing these guys and, and women. A disservice. Jordan but, Devlin. Yeah, again, but I think he's the same thing. He's awesome in the ring, and at least they're giving him an opportunity to show some character. Yeah. He's got a gimmick, at least. Yeah. But so many of these of the wrestlers in NXT UK just have nothing creatively to work with. I know. I know. And it's really doing them a disservice because they're all... It's doing them... Exactly, yeah. By and large, all of them are really good wrestlers. Yeah. But what really separates really good wrestlers from wrestlers ready to move to the next level is being able to, to, to showcase their personality. Mm -hmm. And they haven't been able to do that, really. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I was thinking about this last night. The same thing. Like, Joe Coffey, I think he's good. Alex, he has a point here. He said if Gibson wasn't such a UK niche thing, then him for sure. I think he could transcend that niche thing just by virtue of his personality. I mean, he can see all he has to do is stop associating himself so closely with, you know, Liva stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He can say he's United Kingdom number one. Like that. <laughs> exactly. I think he's strong. I think I legitimately, and I think they saw that in the second tournament as well. Um, so I think he's strong enough and I think like the coffee brothers, I think they're strong enough probably as a tag team, just Joe and Mark. Mm -hmm. Um, but man, it's, it's like, they're all on level there. There's so, there's like 20 guys 
all on the exact same plane. And you're right, creative is giving him nothing. It's been 20 nothing episodes. Nothing to do. Nothing. <laughs> Doing a whole lot of nothing. Nothing. Like, it's only been the last two episodes that we've had an Eddie Dennis, Dave Mastiff kind of feud yeah, thing. And it seems like even with Eddie Dennis, they were doing something with him before he debuted. Right. And now he just makes weird faces. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, this episode kicked off. Uh, James Drake, Zach Gibson, grizzled young veterans taking on primate Jay Melrose and Wild oh, Boar. So that, that was when we were talking about primate. That was sort of the thing is yeah. that I totally get your point as it pertains to UK especially. Like if you're primate, right? Now I don't know how much of a name he is. I recognize him because we used to watch WCW mm-hmm. a little bit or WPCW. WCPW WCPW a little bit. Um but if you're a guy like that, why are you not like going instead to like World of Sport or, you know, like try to be Progress's number one guy or something like that? Yeah. Like, man, you're just coming like you're gonna you look at the sea of dudes and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna my odds are great here. Yeah. Well, like I saw on like Kenny man. Williams, who's good. Yeah, he's pretty good. At least he's got a gimmick. Yeah, um, but I don't think I've seen him win a match. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, he's good enough, and it seems like he's got a good enough personality that he could go in the the indies in the UK and actually carve a really good path. Yeah, for I would I would suggest that maybe like a year from now or whenever these guys' contracts with WWE lets up, and who knows, maybe they're three year contracts. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, but the UK indie scene might be revitalized by an exodus from NXT UK mm-hmm. because what the hell are they going to do with all these guys? I know. I know. So anyways, I don't know. Anyways, sorry. Uh, anyways, uh, Gibson and Drake picked up the win. Mm-hmm. Although it was a pretty fun match. That wild boar guy could do some fun stuff. Yeah, he's cool. Um, with a ticket to mayhem. Afterwards, Gibson uh, dropped a promo, said, he, I love I love Liverpool because they're in Liverpool. Just hate the people. But don't like the people in it. Yeah, man. Well, he said, I, I came here and you turned your back to me. And they showed footage of everybody, had, you know, when everybody had their shoes up. That was during yeah. the guy delivered bullet. Yeah, yeah. I just love, I, I love his promos, man. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, he's a I good promo. When he, especially when he breaks it down at the end and he says, this man is James Drake and blah, 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 soon to be, all that kind of stuff. I really love that. I think he's strong. Uh, after that, we had a Mustache Mountain interview. These guys are charming as hell. Oh, heck yeah. They're like ridiculously charming. But they sort of spun their, you know, uh, I like I liked that they were sort of referencing that Trent Seven was uh, saying, you know, you had a good moment there. I want a good moment there too. You know, sure it was good for you. It was good for me, but I'm sure it's better for you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but he's so dang charismatic. Heck yeah, he is, man. Uh, next, we had a match that was supposed to be between Dave Mastiff and Josh Morell. Instead, Eddie Dennis comes to the <laughs> stage. And Morell was like pointing, get the crowd hyped up, and just body slams him on the stage. Right on the stage. Pretty funny. That was awesome. Mastiff was upset, man. Yeah, he was. He was upset. After uh, that, we had a pretty decent Joseph yeah, Connors pretty promo. good. This is where the, the shallow depth of field works. Yes. Yes. Agreed 100%. It, it felt very cinematic. And, uh, and yeah, he was, say, he was sort of doing the Cajazono thing. He was talking about new toys coming through. Mm-hmm. So he wants to, he says, you know, two years ago, I was that new toy. And now I'm all damaged and scratched up. Yeah. And said, if I'm not going to get the, the, the showcase that I deserve, I'm going to go through with all these new toys and do the same to them. I liked it, man. I thought it was like some motivation there. Yeah. I thought that was cool. It's that's, actually a character. That's what they need to do. Yes. So hopefully they're just sort of, I don't know, man. Well, it took them 20 weeks to figure all that out. <laughs> 20 or 20 episodes. 10 weeks, sorry. Uh, uh, next, a really good match between Mark Andrews and the debuting Marcel Bartel. Man, this was match of the week for me. This, this was really good. This was, I'm talking about like all the episodes. Yeah, yeah. Mark Andrews versus Marcel Bartel. Holy moly. Yeah, this Marcel Bartel like is really good. good match. Yeah, he is. He is spectacular. Mm-hmm. He does. He can. Because here's the thing that I really like about him. 
he does like the cold German thing. And then so that when he reacts to like somebody kicking out of his signature move, like it's big and yeah, it yeah, feels yeah. bigger because he, yeah, he doesn't yeah, yeah. react. That's what I love about and it. And like whenever he tries to deny or, or reverse someone else's move, he goes nine yeah, that's every good time. Too. Yeah, that's good. But this kind of in this fairly dispassionate, mm-hmm. removed way, mm-hmm. like as a matter of fact thing that I, yes, I am going to reverse this. I yeah. deny you your offense, a nine. Yeah. Um, at one point, Fabian Eichner runs down the ringside, distracts Mark Andrews um, uh, for a bit. Andrews gets back in the ring, gets rolled up by Bartel. However, Andrews kicks out. Um, Bartel uh, sends Andrews to the outside. Eichner hits him with a running knee against the barricade. Um, Andrews back in the ring. Bartel hits his finisher for the win. And then commentary dub the new partnership between Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner as the European European Union. <laughs> oh, controversy. Controversy. <laughs> That's great. I love it, man. No F's given over there, man. That's Next, awesome. Tony Storm promo, or kind of a video package. Um, I thought she did a really good job in her uh, promo and interview bits these two episodes. Oh, yeah, she's great. She's good. She's awesome. She's she really good. New haircut of hers. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, uh, Tony, uh, Travis Banks video package. Yeah. These guys turn him heel, man, or give him some intensity. Nut- Dude, they can't. How many heels do you want They're on this show? Heels. Give him intensity then. I mean, that is, that'd be kind of cool Like if, if NXT UK was all, all heels. heels. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, that's how it should be. I know. And then everybody just pour pints on each other, and that was what motivate the feuds. Yeah. They really just look. Whoever's doing creative, I know like some of the progress guys are doing creative, and maybe some other people. They just need to watch a bunch of Alan Clark movies, and all the characters should just be based off of those characters. That's what they should be doing. All right. You know? And then all feuds are built around pints being spilled on All people. right. They don't even have that yet, though. Let's get they some. don't have storylines to that degree at all. Every time, hey, listen, this is what they should do. Every episode of NXT, wherever it's filmed, as part of their set, there should be a mini pub. All right. On the stage, like to the right hand of the stage. All right. Right. So if you come out on the left hand of the stage, on the right hand of the stage, that's where the other wrestlers mill about during the matches. And then somebody, oh, mate, sorry, you know, bumps into him. Oh, you can't hold your pint. <laughs> and fisticuffs. Put up they go to the ring. Yes, fight. Got character there. Anyways. Well, at least there's a modicum of motivation. <laughs> uh, finally, our main event, Deanna Parazzo taking on Rhea Ripley. This is a really fun match. Deanna Parazzo is great. She is fantastic. She's really good. Uh, she's trying to match uh, some of uh, Rhea Ripley's power, but in the end, Rhea Ripley went over with her riptide. Uh, after the match, Rhea started attacking Deanna Parazzo, and then Tony Storm came down, made the save, mm-hmm. gave Deanna Parazzo a fist bump, to call it a week on another two episodes Oof. of NXT UK. Oof. Hopefully it'll be soon to be one episode a week of NXT UK. Anyways, let's take some questions. Yes, I've got yes, some here. Yes. Um, Rich Hardesty, I could see... Who's 3HW? 3HW. Three Horsewomen? Cut up in a Riot Squad type model. Oh, where... Je- or, uh, sorry, Shayna Baszler does that most of the real wrestling. And she just has a couple of henchwomen helping her out. It's possible. Yeah. Um, Matt Eager, do you believe that NXT UK is the Seinfeld of WWE since it's a good show that's about nothing? Uh, no. No, because it's sort of a house. Like, you can only... Seinfeld had substance. Yes. And NXT UK doesn't yet. Seinfeld might have been, at times, somewhat plotless in that sense. It was about nothing, but stuff was still going on. Yeah. And there's still... 
you know, uh, firmly established characters. It yeah. was character humor, yeah. not so much situational storyline humor. That changed in later seasons, but and that can go only so far. Or like the the with NXT UK, like the characters, they need something to do. Yeah, <laughs> they need they, just, they need something to do. I know because right now there's not even firmly uh, established enough firmly established characters that to motivate things. Yeah. Uh, Burning Fortress. I think Hot Dog is under the umbrella of Sandwich, like Fun W. Steve W. under the umbrella of Friendo Unified Championship Wrestling. Also under Sandwich umbrella is Hamburger and Euro. No, incorrect. I mean, that's kind of my argument: is that a sandwich is meat between bread. Um. Yeah. No. All that's wrong. Max Zero. You you demand a level of specificity that you think well, society does. Society does, not just No, me. I don't think all of society does. Yeah, society correct. does. You do. Well, you're on the fringes. You're like the flat earther. Like the people who think that hot dogs are sandwiches are like flat earthers. Basically the same thing. No, because... Climate change deniers. That's what you are. No, this, 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 it's not a true allegory there. It's very true. No, it's not. Max Zero. Knowing Liverpool's number one tour will be hard to beat. Who, uh, Which wrestler would you want to see take us on a tour of their hometown next? I mean, dude, look, I, this is still NXT UK, but wherever Trent Seven's from, I want I want like a 30-minute tour okay, of that be just good. because it's him on a, on taking me on a tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. <clears throat> um, yeah, I can't top that. Uh, well, no, Matt. Uh, Alistair Black giving us a tour of Amsterdam. Oh, that'd be lovely. But it's all it's all at night in tunnels. This tunnel right here is where many, three many homeless people died just five weeks ago. Wow! <laughs> wow! Uh, Josh Little. What are those things in France called? They had that horror movie there, the catacombs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Underneath Paris. Here we are in Paris. They call it. What do they call Paris? City of Lights. So, yeah, city of city of lights. I call it the city of death. Josh Little book a 10-man match that could rival the one that NXT, the NXT roster put on yesterday at the Madison Square Garden Ooh, show, heard that was only hot. using the main roster. Also, he asked, did you go to the post office? Did you go to the post office? No, not yet. This so, is a lot, a lot of stuff going on. We've got four days coming up. I'll go then. All right, so pretty much we're doing a five-on-five match between the best wrestlers on the main roster. So let's divide it by Raw and SmackDown. Essentially like a Survivor Series but non-elimination tag match. You okay. take Raw, I'll take SmackDown. Okay. Um, I'll take uh, Akam, Drake Maverick. I'm not even trying. Leo Rush, Elias, and uh, not even trying. It's supposed to be a hot match we're booking here, not some this comedy is a hot gimmick. Match. Super hot. Was well, Drake Maverick going to pee himself again? Yes. No, oh, that's the finish of the match. <laughs> I mean, come on, you know who it is? It's Seth. Br- Probably Seth, Braun, now Elias. Uh, Finn. Finn. And Dean Ambrose. That's a hot match. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, Daniel Bryan, Mustafa Ali, AJ Styles, Andrade Cien Almas. And, and Ray. And, Ray yeah, there. Ray. That'd be People fun. People love Ray. Yeah, he's still fun. How about this? Lucha House Party. All right. And The Revival. All right. They have to work together. There you go. Hot there's, match. There's a story there, at least. And those guys know how to work as a team. Yep. So they win. 
Wolfpack for life. Did you guys stop playing WWE 2K My Career, or is it, or is it on your itched way? Uh, so funny story about that. We actually recorded a chunk where we got called up, and I realized the audio was uh, kind of janky-ish. Like the the camera mic was on, not our actual mic. I don't yeah. know who unplugged it. It was probably me, whatever. Um, but uh, so I've been meaning to like try to get back to that and try to fix it. Up, I have no idea where any of the footage is though. It's on. One, <laughs> I have like eight card, eight SD cards. Yeah, I know. I hope it's on one of them, but I don't yeah. know. So we're gonna we're gonna try to figure that out. Yes, um, it'd be nice to get back to that. It's just we've got now we've got we book raw, which and you've then, got some amazing ideas for. And then we got fun wrestling and WCW. That's gonna take a lot of time. So who knows? I mean, those are the priorities right now. Yeah. So yeah, um, and I just kind of feel also that with I look I I'd like to do. It. I think it'd be great. I think it's good like material, but like I feel like there's a window. For my career. Yeah, it's right when the game comes out. Right when the game comes out. I'm about to, if I'm going to spend time playing a Vita game, I don't want to go through a story that's crafted for me. I want to craft my own story. Yeah. So that's why I'm more interested in doing We Book Raw and Fun Wrestling. Yeah. Because then we can just book if I stuff. If I'm able to carve out time to be Twitch streamer, uh, which I don't think is I don't think is possible, but if I'm able to, I might do Steve Arson solo mm. and then just rebrand him back to Steve Thunder and pick that back Very up. Well. <laughs> Steve Thunder. Steve Arson was a good name. It's not as good as Steve Thunder, though. He's branded with WCW Thunder. But it's not It's not us. Right. That's why I would brand, rebrand him back to no, Steve Thunder. No, I understand. Thunder. But when it was going to be us, it makes yeah. no sense for it just to be Steve Thunder. Yeah. Yeah, sure it would. Because you love Thunder. I love Thunder. Who doesn't love Thunder? You mean the, the, the meteor, meteor, meteorological phenomenon Thunder or no, the show? the show. No, the show it. Thunder was awful. It was great. It was terrible. It was great for like a week. No, it was pretty much always awful from the beginning. Did you see that clip of Luger winning the title from Hogan mm-hmm. that somebody like reposted on mm-hmm. Twitter? Explain it to me, please. There's a lot of garbage being thrown in the ring. Explain that. That's kind of what happened at WCW back then. Yeah, that was the thing to do. Here's what I thought was weird about it, because I didn't remember the time. I remember that happening. People Probably popped watched. massive. Here's the thing, though. You know when that happened? Middle of 97. So they had Luger win the title from Hogan in the midst of the whole build the sting and Hogan at StarCast. Or oh, Starcade. Starcade, yeah. Yeah, Starcade. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that is Wouldn't weird. Wouldn't Luger being the first one to beat Hogan take a little of the, the steam out of Sting finally beating him? Well, here's the thing also. Nobody's going to kick out of the leg drop unless they have express written permission from Hogan. Yes. It was probably Hogan taking the steam out of Sting. Yeah, it could be. Because he knew that Sting was like super popular. Yeah. I'm going to give it to Luger. <laughs> All the politicking, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Could be. Because that you bring up a good point right there. We'll have to do more investigations of yes. that. We'll have to ask Lex Luger himself. Yes, we should. Let's find his email address. Lex. Would you like to be on the show? We want to interview you about specifically this just this one match. That one match, that one moment. The one time he actually won a title. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. James Fletcher. With wrestling shirts, what do you guys do? I'm sorry. Hold on. With wrestling shirts, I'm just going to read this verbatim. With wrestling shirts, what do you guys do like with Undisputed Era or Mustache Mountain? Their first shirts and current one are very similar, so once I've got one, I've got them all. Oh, like if you, usually I don't buy multiple shirts from the same person. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I've ever done that before. Well, you have two mad shirts, but that's more circumstance. You didn't buy, you didn't buy either of them. 
Yeah, and they're both different. It's weird. It's like the same logo, but it's different. Yeah, that's different really font weird. too, right? Uh, yeah, it's weird. Um, I wear the the one that you got me is my chill out at home shirt. Yeah, that's one I bought because it's kind of loosey goosey on it. Pressing t shirt. This one is wear to work shirt. Gotcha. Because it fits like more, not as loosey goosey. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I, I see what he's saying though. The undisputed era had a shirt, then they updated it. Yeah, because Roger Strong joined. And like Mustache Mountain, their shirt they sold on their own mm. had the mustache logo on it. And then WWE just kind of co-opted that yeah, um, and made it their own shirts. So do you feel the need to be updated? No. Me neither. Although I'm a big Roderick Strong fan. So mm-hmm. if I had that original Undisputed Era shirt, I might then. I, like I, I, that could have been a situation. But I'm not a big fan of their logo. I think their logo is terrible. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the shirt right now. It's not a great shirt. No, it's on Kyle O'Reilly right here. It's not a great shirt. No. It, it really isn't. No. It's weird. They managed to make my favorite color scheme, which is black and yellow. Not appealing. Not, <laughs> right. Not appealing. I don't get it. They can do that, though. Like that Seth Rollins logo. Whoever did that, same person did on Speeded Era. Oh, yeah. It is not a good-looking logo. No. I like that new shirt of his, though. Yeah, the new one's pretty good. Anyways, patrons, we have... You got a post-show coming up, or overrun. Oh, uh, one last uh, super chat there from Burning Fortress. What is the over under on people murdered triple on di- w, or, yeah, Steve triple digits. W? In the hundreds. Triple digits. Um, so far, it's surprising. I've got the first four episodes written, and it's surprisingly a lower number. Free of... I'm going for more impactful deaths. I mean, that's really the way to go. Cause if you there's, one, have... there's one shocking death to kick off WST. Wow. There's one shocking death to kick it off. Wow. And then we'll see where we go from there. Wow. There's a poisoning. My but goodness. it's not going to be a death. Oh, okay. That I know of. So what's going to be a result of this poisoning? Well, you got to tune in and find out, man. Why? What the heck? Why? 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 Hey, I feel like Alabama right now. Everything's wide. Anyways, thanks so much for watching. We appreciate it. Uh, patrons, stay tuned. About 10, 15 minutes. We've got a bonus episode for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, $5 and up. Until uh, next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Going in raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.